What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Financial Residency Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Inman, and I have on a very special guest today. Most of you have called in questions of asking about something with personal finance, how we can help you understand bits and pieces of the things you're going through. Some of you have sent funny questions in, wondering where the heck Taylor has been, what she's up to, where am I hiding her, what's going on, why isn't she kicked me off my own show? Those questions make me laugh, but she's out of hiding. She's going to be on the show with us today. So before we jump in, just want to make sure we hit the quick disclaimer that this is for educational purposes only. This is not financial planning or investment advice. Please don't take advice from anyone on the internet, a podcast, a book, a blog, nothing. Make sure that if you're going to get advice from someone, it is someone that knows you and your financial situation. So reach out to a CPA attorney or a financial planner before making any big money decisions. All right, enough of the legalese and boring stuff. Let's jump in, hang out with Taylor. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Oh, hey. You can just hear everyone say, hi, Taylor. I am out of hiding. Ryan has let me into the back shed for a recording session. It's been a long time. Whoa, Great whoa, whoa. to be Hold back. Up. Hold up. You got to make it sound cooler than the back shed. Come on. It's a very nice office that has a walkable distance from my home. It is got a window and a door. Come on. And air conditioning. That's new. AC is new as of last month. I know. Thank you to my good buddy, Rob. We socially distanced. We were very careful, but it was extremely hot. It was almost two months ago now. It was extremely hot and he came in and helped me put in one of those units in the wall. It was amazing. He's awesome. But Taylor, everyone is wondering where you've been, what's going on. So why don't you let everyone know what you're up to? And I will tell everyone, we will get to some finance stuff. We're going to talk about some really cool things that we're going on in our lives that are affecting the community. And really, this is coming back to, in all honesty, that there's a lot to be thankful for. A lot of things are happening in the world today, and it is very difficult for a lot of us. But as the Inman family, we have a lot to be thankful for. And we're going to talk about that as well as we're here on Thanksgiving week. But Tay, what have you been up to? Where have you been hiding? First thing we'll talk about is COVID. Everything has changed, gone upside down at home and at work with COVID. From the beginning of COVID until now, the only constant in our life has been change. And I've been really fortunate at work. My work has been super supportive and flexible and allowed me to do what I need to do to make sure that my patients are taken care of. And so I immediately shifted to all virtual visits, mainly for patient safety, but my patients love it. It's very convenient. They just hop on the phone or video call. We get their visit in. They don't have to come in and see me. I gradually introduce in-person visits when needed, but I screen everyone first with a virtual visit to ensure that they really do need to come in. So there's been a ton of changes. And I think overall, some really good changes have come out of it and that we've made things easier for patients. I've been really thankful that my pediatric pulmonary patients are doing okay overall. All my asthma and kiddos with chronic lung disease finally have a break from the constant barrage of colds and germs that normally go along with daycare and school. So that part's been really nice. It makes my job very easy. And then recently I've had extra time to develop virtual curriculum for residents and med students. And then I finally had the time to get some research projects off the ground. So overall, I feel like things have been going well now that we're used to constant change and never knowing what's going to happen the next week at work. Yeah. And speaking of constant change with our kiddos, there's lots going on in that front. So I'll let you 
maybe talk about what's going on with the like our kids, not your patient kiddos, but our kiddos and what they've been up to. Yes. Oh, our children. They were home from March to September. They were perfectly happy at home. So we're very thankful for that. Ryan and I, I feel like we were passing ships in the night as I'd work early morning until midday. And then we'd switch and Ryan would work midday until late into the night. And then we'd spend a few hours sleeping next to each other at night. But I really feel like we were just shifting back and forth with watching the kids. But now our kiddos are in a small in-home school with one of their preschool teachers. And honestly, their current situation is a dream come true. They are with an amazing teacher in a small group and they actually are learning things right now. So that's just an added bonus. The one downside, public distance learning for kinder has been a complete failure on our part. So I'm thankful that kindergarten doesn't really matter that much. All the teachers are probably cringing out there. But honestly, the failure is totally on my part. I'm okay with that. That is like where I draw my line in the sand. I'm not willing to put in all the adult time and brain power required to just figure out all the different apps, let alone do the actual work that you're supposed to turn in. And in my defense, we did try to keep up with the schoolwork, but I wasn't turning in things correctly. And I really struggle with doing things that I think are just a waste of time and energy. So my kinder student is none the wiser and doing great and learning a lot. So he's happy. Yeah. Well, and you get to hear why, because he will be the ending disclaimer on the show here. Talk to John McCarthy, our CPA. You know, we had John on the show a bunch of times. He's a co-founder here at Physician Tax Advisors. And we found out that I can pay my kids a very small nominal amount, but to do the disclaimer on the show, and I can put that money in their Roth IRA. Fun stuff. So we are doing that. So you will hear my cute little amazing kiddos at the end of every episode going forward. We also had a new family member, Tay, and it was not a baby. Yes, we added Daisy Smooshy Poo to our family. She is a yellow lab who is adorable. She was planned pre-COVID. We were supposed to get her in the summertime when we had a little bit of a break and a little bit more time. But I honestly, I forgot how much work it is to have a new puppy at home. It's getting better and she's adorable. And in her defense, in one day, Daisy Smoochie Poo was able to train my entire family to keep their toys and shoes picked up, something that I yelled about every single day. She did this in one day. So she has been a fun little addition to our house. And has destroyed my garden many, many times over to make me very sad. But I'm learning. I've learned just not to plant anything recently. But hopefully I will be building out some fences to block our stuff in from the tornado named Daisy. So my son named her Daisy. My daughter named her Smoochie Poo. So she is Daisy Smoochie Poo. That's just how it works. And you have to say the whole name or Ruby gets mad. Ruby gets really mad. That's how it works. And we've had some goal planning that Taylor and I have worked through that has been more recent because Taylor said we felt it was kind of weird. We were passing ships. I would take basically like 6.37 in the morning till 2, 2.33, depending on the day, with the kids trying to teach them poorly because I can teach finance. I really can't teach preschoolers and kindergartners. And then Taylor would take over with the teaching in the afternoon. I'd work till like midnight. It was very tough. But now that the kids are at that school, which is again, amazing, we can actually have some dinners together and I don't work till midnight every night. And it is beautiful, but we went through some goal planning. We're going to talk about that in an entirely different show in December but there was some interesting goal planning that came up. So Tay, maybe why don't you give a little foreshadowing of what we've at least talked about? 
So during all of this COVID time, we went down to one of the small beaches that's very socially distanced and came home one day and our stovetop had this giant crack in it and this chunk missing out of it. So we need to get a new stove still. But I was looking at it and I was like, oh, I really don't like these counters. And our kitchen is small. The counters are small. I'm like, let's just replace the counters at the same time. And if you replace the counters, you have to get new backsplash. So I was like, well, we'll just do that as well. And we have a little island and I wanted to make it hangover so you could put some chairs there and just really maximize the space. So it doesn't sound like very much. Things are going to be good. Ryan's like, how much is it going to cost? I'm like, I don't know how much it's going to cost, but this is going to be great. So we get someone out to do quote, and Ryan's like asking for huge quotes, like knocking out walls, like redoing our master bath, all these big things. I'm like, wow, Ryan's really going for it. I think he's, I think he's going to do something big here. This is going to be fun. Are we really talking like that was me? No, no, no. You're like, Hey, I need a new sink, which I admit your sink is cracked a little bit. And then I was like, well, what if we do this with the shower? And what if we change these cabinets and Well, then Ryan's talking about taking down walls and extending things. I was just like little stuff, like just change out the countertop. I'm looking at you right now with my mouth wide open, young lady, because that was, hey, what if we move these cabinets in the kitchen? What if we do this? Yeah. So Taylor went from we need a new oven to we need a new oven, a countertop, a backsplash, knocking out a wall, fix a bathroom. You know what? Why don't we just knock down this house? That was Ryan. He wants to knock down the house. Yeah, because I was joking. I said, well, I mean, you don't lipstick a pig. Why don't we just knock the whole thing down? Oh, that's a great idea. Uh-oh, foot and mouth. I'm in trouble. So we'll get more into that in our goal planning call next month. But And also, Ryan said that it's okay to use our emergency fund during COVID. And our emergency fund is still there in the bank. So I thought, why not? Let's use it. Okay, so when we talk about things on the show, when an actual emergency occurs, COVID was an emergency for many of you. You lost some portion of or percentage of your income. And if you needed that to get by, that's what the emergency fund is for. Now, that is not talking about knocking down a house or redoing a kitchen and snagging money from your emergency fund. But again, we'll talk about that next time Taylor's on the show in December. There's been a lot of things that I have been up to and a lot of you have caught wind of what is going on, but just like we caught Taylor up, I think it'd be fun to maybe catch it up in case you've missed certain shows or certain announcements or you're not on our newsletter, whatever it may be. So Taylor and I co-wrote a book. The timing was absolutely perfect. We released it right at the end of March and early April, right as COVID was ramping up and everything was shutting down. We somehow released a book during there. So it is self-titled financial residency, creating a financial plan without the long hours and sleepless nights. You can find it on Amazon at financialresidency.com slash book. We would be honored if you were to read the book. I think it will help all of you out there because we've talked about this before on air. Not everyone needs to work with a financial planner, but you all need a financial plan. And if look, we've gone this far into COVID and you don't have a financial plan, you're hurting yourselves. So the book goes basically A to Z on how to build a financial plan. And we've even created a bunch of templates that I use with our one-on-one clients as part of the free course that goes along with the book. I wrote a lot of the technical side. And as someone in our community put, Taylor put all the fun stuff in there that basically talks and how it relates to medicine because it was how we went through our lives and the things that we do right, the things that we did wrong, really so you guys can learn from that book. So check it out at financialresidency.com. 
com slash book. feels like it was so long ago that we released our book. And also I want to chime in a little bit here. So our book is meant to be a guide to write your own financial plan. So there are checks boxes in it. There are spaces for you to write things down. It's really interactive. I had to teach Ryan about how much doctors love check boxes and checking off lists and to do lists of things to do. So that's what it's built. It's like a workbook for you. So it's not a boring finance book. You do work on your own. And then also there are interesting things that are thrown in by me so that you don't fall asleep while you're reading about finance. Hey now, come on. They're all you falling asleep every show. What do you just put them to sleep with the book too while we're at it? Good bedtime reading. There you go. So those of you that missed it in April, I was doing a daily show and that was really because things were crazy. Everyone was honestly freaking out. The market was felt like it was collapsing And I wanted to just help everyone get through that really rough patch that we had there. So I was answering all the listener questions that were coming in as fast as I could, uh, answer them in five to seven minute small doses. So that was in April. If you haven't heard those or want to hear an interesting perspective of when the market's falling 30 plus percent, how do people and their behaviors change? That is going to be a fascinating study to go back once we're out of this pandemic and hear the questions that were coming in. But you can check that out. In October, the Financial Residency Podcast hit over 1 million downloads. What? Thank you, Taylor. Because no one else did that, so thank you. That does blow my mind. One, because you guys are amazing. The amount of support you guys have given to the show and that you're coming in, tuning in week after week and really bettering your financial lives is awesome. I get it with your emails and it's awesome to hear and see. The other is when I started this show, Taylor basically said, who the hell would want to listen to you? I did say that. (laughs) Yeah. And it might even been a little harsher than that. My memory does fade and hopefully it gets nicer over time. But so the fact that we're there in less than three years is just mind blowing to me and we're helping so many people. So if you have found value out of this show, please share it with another physician or physician family. We want to help them just like we have helped you understand your personal finances. At Physician Wealth Services, which all of you know is my fee-only financial planning practice with my partner, Casey Kress, we are so ecstatic to have helped more than 200 physicians on an ongoing basis. And it's everyone coast to coast, top to bottom, MDs, DOs, we love all of you. And we're so thankful for each and every one of our clients that trust us with their financial lives. And it has been honestly a blessing to be able to do what I love and to help the people that I love. And I always feel like if I help one doctor, I'm helping thousands of people because you guys, each and every one of you help thousands of people. So it is amazing that we are over 200 clients at Physician Wealth Services. And yeah, during COVID, things have just grown even faster than they were growing before. And I'm thankful that Physician Wealth Services has been growing exponentially, but Dang, you guys all waited till a pandemic to get things in order. So Ryan's work increased by a ton when COVID hit. And I was hoping that it would be less during that time because doctors are out of work or doctors are busy taking care of people with COVID. But no, everyone made time for their finances, wanted to get things in order. So then I was doing crazy things at work, working night shifts, which I haven't done in a long time. And I had Ryan over here that I needed to be responsible for TK education and children and things were just blowing up for him. And both of us were like chickens with our heads cut off for a while. So thank you for supporting him. And hopefully you guys all got your finances in order. And if you haven't, things have calmed down a little bit now. So now is an okay time to reach out. That's really funny. It is slightly true. We were busier and 
Casey and I are the type of people that we can't say no. We'd rather just work harder and help more people. And it's not for a money thing. We know that this is a very tough time for every physician family. And we're just thankful to be along for the ride with each and every one of our clients. We were also just awarded. I was awarded for the second year row by Investopedia as a top 100 financial advisor in America, which again is also mind blowing. I don't know what is more mind blowing that they awarded that twice to me two years in a row or the fact that we have a million downloads, but I will take either one of those. It is just such an honor to be helping everyone. So that was something super cool that happened this year. I've been giving a lot of talks this year to residency programs and fellowships. Been fortunate uh, that a lot of you listening are at some amazing academic institutions and you guys are really needing more high quality information. I'm happy to speak at any one of your programs. I generally ask, you know, if you buy a book for anyone in attendance, that's great. I don't charge ridiculous speaker fees to do this. I want to get the message out. And the fact that everyone's doing remote and all the grand rounds, everything is all done remote now. It's kind of nice. So I've talked at USC, CHOP, UNC, John Hopkins, Vanderbilt, so many amazing more institutions this year. And there's a ton more on the way uh, that we have already booked and scheduled. So if you're interested um, in having me speak at your institution, I would love to do that. Just shoot me an email, ryan at financialresidency.com. So today we talked about what we've been up to and it sounds like all is nice and happy, but obviously there have been some challenges along the way. Really, I mean, COVID related challenges with our kids home all the time. Yeah, I think that's the biggest challenge this year, just having kids home 24-7 and figuring out what to do with them while they were home. They were completely fine and happy, but for us, just trying to still continue on was challenging. But it's turned into a lot more family time and just a lot more quality time together and just hanging out. So it's been good. We've gotten used to it, but at first it was a huge challenge. Yeah. And I've had some business related challenges because, you know, I can't say no to anyone. So we were trying to help as many physicians as we can during this time, which meant that for our non-paying clients, I just didn't have enough time in the day to respond to every email. And I would be recording the podcast, trying to hit as many questions that came in that were emailed to me. I'd say, oh, look, someone's asking about tax loss harvesting times 10 because I'd probably got 10 or 15 emails. Then I did a show on it. And I know that I couldn't have responded to each and every one of you. And I apologize during the craziness of that. It is the easiest way for me to answer your question instead of sending me an email is to go to financialresidency.com slash question. And that will allow you to record it. And I promise you, I will get a question on as many shows as I can and answer all of those questions that come into me. That way we can all learn from them. But it's also a lot easier for me to speak the answer to it versus sitting down and hammering out hundreds of emails every single day. So I apologize for those that maybe sent me an email and I wasn't able to respond to other challenges. I have so many different ideas of how I can help you guys and I can't implement all those ideas and the financial fellowship that we run, we're opening it back up again in January. We were running it again this last second half of the year, but due to COVID and timing and it just wasn't the perfect time to really launch the financial fellowship. So I had done some webinars uh, that you guys thought were extremely valuable. I will probably do some more next year as time allows, because I think those are really helpful for everyone. And then honestly, health related stuff. Obviously we're healthy here. We don't have COVID, which has been a blessing. Our kids are healthy and happy, but 
motivation is very tough to come by when there's not a lot of time. And I know that's a giant excuse to many of you shaking your head going, come on, man. But it's tough. Like it's tough. And so I think that's definitely a challenge for 2020 is trying to keep all the balls up in the air. I know we talked about all the things that we really are thankful for because we truly are, but there comes with some setbacks and trying to improve on those. And I think there's lots of opportunity coming in the future. So Tay, I'm curious, do you have any cool work stuff or personal stuff that maybe you want to talk about as an opportunity that's coming up? I'm just putting one foot in front of the other right now and just trying to survive this. So I don't have anything planned. I have some new research projects that I finally had time to get started, but really it's just week to week. I don't know what's going to be happening. So I'm just trying to take it all in stride and survive. And then just transitioning to virtual medicine has been fun. I was talking to my MA today about making some videos for asthma teaching that patients can watch online so that she doesn't have to go through asthma teaching on video every single time that a patient comes in to be seen. So some cool, fun stuff and just having fun with the kids. And Ryan, I'm curious with, with the health and lack of motivation, are you referring to your Peloton workouts, your Peloton leaderboard? Hey, there's some high level Peloton leaderboard action happening. Or lack thereof on your part. Details. And if you look at my Peloton, I run a lot. I don't ride the Peloton very often. So that's why it looks like I'm less active. So don't judge me there. My work actually had a hundred mile challenge over the summer. And the challenge was to run 100 miles in the summer. And I did that. It was awesome. It kept me motivated. But Ryan needs other motivation to, to work out. So if you guys can give him some motivation, feel free. All right. All right. This isn't the Roast Ryan podcast. Probably is. Everyone probably likes that way more than any of the finance talk that we have. But some cool stuff that's, I think, coming from on my side of the table here, the much cooler side of the table, might I add, or not, whatever. We've So Doug Krause is in our community. He's one of our physician mortgage experts. He's a good friend. I've known him for many years. And his wife's a doctor. His wife is a, a physician, of course. And Doug has written a book, and I am writing the forward for it called The Hippocratic House, Do No Harm When Buying Your First Physician Home. And we had every intention of getting that out in Q4. That will not be happening, but it is cool because it is coming. I've seen pretty much like the 98% copy that is done with lots of little tweaks happening back and forth with the publisher. That should be out in Q1. So pretty pumped that we're getting another book out under the Financial Residency brand We rebranded the website with loads of new content coming and the whole idea around it was to make it searchable and very easy for you guys to find information. So we are doing that. Like I mentioned, the fellowship, the financial fellowship is launching in January, which is a group coaching program that I put on myself. So you'll be working with me in a group setting over a 12 week period to put together a financial plan. And like I said in the very beginning, if you do not have a financial plan after sitting this whole year, I know COVID's been crazy and things have been crazy, but if this hasn't gotten you motivated to build a financial plan, I'm not sure what will, but I'm here to support you. And we are launching that in January. So you can go to financialfellowship.com and read up all about it. We're going to start in January. Really, really pumped. And there'll be more information coming out about that as we get going One other project, and this is probably the last thing I will mention on air, is that I'm working, poor Casey and I, we have done so many employment reviews with all of the open enrollment that's happening that I have an idea 
around this. And so I'm going to create some content on financialresidency.com around specific employers. And so what I will say here is that 90, 100 page pamphlet, PDF, whatever you want to call it, that you were probably sent that you never opened. I'm going to be asking for everyone in our community to send theirs in. You don't have to give me your name or email, whatever, just send it in. I'll give you a form in, in a bit in another episode or I'll send out an email or a message in our community or something. But I want to basically help you guys understand your open enrollment. So that'll be coming. That'll be at financialresidency.com. And I think the coolest thing is uh, Tay is going to be on the podcast a bit more. Yeah, y'all are getting joint podcasts with us together before we even got back to date nights here with COVID. So we've got it scheduled in our calendar, our recording times. I feel like that's another shot at me, but I'm going to take that as a compliment that Taylor wants to hang out with all of us. No, I'm saying I love the community, that you guys are a priority and getting the first crack at Ryan and Taylor finally having time together without the children. Yeah. So next time we are going to have Taylor on, we're going to be talking about our life planning. And we had done this a number of years back. And I talk a lot about the behavioral side of finance and why putting goals out are important, but also it's important to not just put it out once and be done is to check in on it regularly. And every December we've been trying to check in and we're just going to record ours live. And I think you guys are going to be able to hear us go back and forth and talk about what's important and how it works and maybe pick up some interesting dynamic that you guys can bring back to your significant others and talk through that or just help internalize as you're writing down your own basically life plan. And then in late January and early February, she's going to come on and we're going to talk about finding your dream job as well as, and this is, I've been very hesitant on this, but Taylor thinks that you guys will get a lot of value out of it. And so I'm excited to talk about how we paid off her medical student debt, it was about 175000 just a few years after training. And I think the answer is likely going to surprise a lot of you. So we will have her back on in late January and early February talking about those things. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. We're very thankful for everything that's happening despite all the chaos, all the political chaos, just everything in the world seems like it's been upside down and crazy. But I am a glass half full, Taylor's a glass half full type person. And we're trying to see the positive things and lots of things have also gone our way. And hopefully this will allow you to reflect and think about some of the things that have gone your way, despite a lot of the things being very tough to swallow in 2020, hoping that 2021 is much better for all of us. But hey, anything that you want to end with as we close out the show? No, I just hope you guys all have things to be thankful for, even though there has been a lot of bad stuff happened in 2020 and challenges. I just hope you guys can find some things to be thankful for. And honestly, I feel like we really are like a glass half full kind of family. So we're not over here like gloating that things are so great because there have definitely been challenges. But overall, we're doing good and we're happy and hanging out. And, and honestly, it is nice to not have pressure to have to do things all the time and get showered and dressed and go out and do things. So we are living the life. I'm just saying there is pressure to get showered, Taylor, please. <laughs> but Well, less often than before. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully this has been helpful for you guys. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. We appreciate every single one of you. And again, if this has been helpful please share this with another physician or physician family so we can help them gain financial knowledge, increase their financial acumen, help them feel more comfortable in their financial situation. That's really what we're doing here. And 
Thank you again for being here and have a great week. And I'll see you guys on Friday when we do another financial health assessment with Casey. All right. Cheers. This is for entertainment purposes only. Do not take this as investment advice. My dad is only a fiduciary for his clients. Have a great day. Bye.